Well, the Houston Astros run into Kevin Gossman. He has 13 strikeouts on the day, 16 strikeouts total. And Hunter Brown only gave up three runs, but the Astros could not muster anything more than a Mauricio Dubon solo shot. We'll talk about this on tonight's Locked on Astros. Alvarez, it's a high drive center field. Veerling's back. This game is turned upside down. There's the runner. Fly ball down the right field line. Tucker comes on. Kyle Tucker. This time they finish the job. Locked on Astros, your daily Astros podcast. Here are your hosts, Eric the Man Heisman and Brett H-Town Wheelhouse Chansey. We are Locked on Houston Astros and we are your daily Astros podcast. I'm H-Town Wheelhouse. You can find me on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok at H-Town Wheelhouse. You can find the show at Locked on Astros on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, wherever you get your podcast, even TikTok. Um, make sure you subscribe to our YouTube channel and make sure you make us your first listen every day. Become an everydayer. Eric Man Heisman isn't here, but you can find him at Eric Talk Stros at Twitter. Thank you all once again for supporting the show. Tonight's episode is brought to you by Bird Dogs. Go to birddogs.com slash locked on MLB. And when you enter the promo code locked on MLB, they'll throw in a free custom Bird Dogs Yeti style tumbler with every single order. Hey, thank you all for hanging out and tuning in. Um, we've got 16 listeners in. Maybe there's one listener for every strikeout the Astros had. And yes, like Stokey Beat says here, it is kind of a downer game. But look, this is baseball. And as soon as you have your hopes and dreams up, and as soon as you're on the high horse, be careful because baseball will not love you back. Um, you know, baseball will definitely break your heart and it will be something that you must realize that there's going to be ups and there's going to be downs. So tonight we're going to talk about the eight, the um, Astros um, 16 strikeouts, Hunter Brown's second straight loss. Did the lineup construction cause a lack of runs and the AL West race? Because there's some interesting notes, I think in the AL West race, Coming from Arlington, some pretty impactful news coming out of Arlington today, but we will hit those things at the end of the show. But let's start off right now. The Astros struck out 16 times tonight. Now, Kevin Gossman, Alec Manoa. Alec Manoa was sent to the Florida Complex League for the Blue Jays. So, Alec Manoa was broken before we got to him, and we were just the straw that broke the camel's back for Alec Manoa. And so that was an easy game for us. We didn't. We basically, everybody hit the ball. It was a hit parade. And then you come against Kevin Gossman. Let me tell you what Kevin Gossman has done in the last two starts in June. In his two starts in June, he is 2-0 with a .66 ERA, 24 strikeouts, He's only walked two batters in 13.2 innings. He induced 17 swings and misses. Yeah, he 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 was good tonight. He was dominant. Now, I'll be real honest. Mauricio Dubon, when he let off with the home run, I don't know about you. I thought, okay, here we go. I like Callis and Blummer's tone. They're like, they just pick up where they left off, hitting another home run. I thought for sure, for sure, the Astros were going to, just just jump on Gossman early and well 
that was not the case. So the 16 strikeouts, okay? Jake Myers was in the lineup. We'll talk about the lineup later. Yanner Diaz was not. We'll talk about that in the next segment. But of the 16 strikeouts, nine of the 16 strikeouts came from Pena, Alvarez, and Bregman. They were a combined 0 for 11, and they had nine strikeouts. So there was one walk by Alvarez, but all four of Pena's at-bats were strikeouts, and three of Bregman's four at-bats were strikeouts. You cannot, you cannot win a game, okay, striking out 16 times. Jake Myers had three strikeouts. Now, if you're looking for a silver lining or a bright spot, Corey Jolks, still hitting. Corey Jolks is 4-5 lifetime versus Kevin Gossman. Um, Dubon had a multi-hit game. He let off with a home run, scored the only run of the game, and his glove was working. I mean, look, what you can't say enough about the role that Dubon has played um, up to this point in the season. He has done a phenomenal job filling in for Jose Altuve, and it was so funny. Um, a friend of mine, a guy named, uh, he goes by Copier Colin on Twitter. He's with the Apollo Group here in Houston, and he tweeted out a picture of, it was Mauricio Dubon sitting next to um, Jose Altuve, and um, they were looking at the iPad, and it said, oh, look, it's Jose Altuve, the backup second baseman, looking at, um, looking at, hitting footage um, together on the sideline, basically saying that Altuve was his backup, kind of joking about, you know, Dubon's really stepped into this lead role and has done a phenomenal job. Gosh, the way he ranges to his right and to his left, the way he gets the ball. And you can't say enough about the glove of um, of Abreu. I know Abreu's not hitting right now. Heck, no one hit tonight. I mean, he only had four hits total. So you can't jump on Abreu for not hitting. I mean, he just did what, Jordan and Pena and Bregman did and Myers did tonight. He struck out a lot and, but his glove, he's picking balls out of the dirt. He's not letting a lot of stuff get past him. Now there was one ball that got past him, a throw from Aldonado, but I think it was kind of a bad throw down to first, but look, um, Hunter Brown, uh, he gave up three runs on two hits. He had three strikeouts and he had three walks. He did give up two home runs and he only induced six swings and misses. So there's there's always something good you can grab out of a game like this. But a lot of this stuff is, is just, look, we'll get to it next segment. But I really don't think this is on Dusty's lineup construction. <laughs> it's funny. Um, I would – I don't know about y'all, but some of y'all, if you're listening – I don't know what your philosophy is if you coach like youth or, you know, athletes. Um, I've coached boys baseball. I've coached boys basketball. I've coached girls volleyball, girls basketball. And I always tell my team, okay, so especially my girls teams, look, if you win, I'll give you all the credit. But if we lose, I'll take the credit. Like you can put it on me. Not necessarily that they blame me, but it kind of takes the burden off of them when they lose. And these are kids. These are like teenagers, right? But this this loss tonight, I don't think is as much on Dusty Baker as it was on Kevin Gossman just put a screeching halt to the Astros offense. Um, I don't think Dusty could have put anybody in that lineup. I don't think he could have taken an all-star 
into this game tonight. Kevin Gossman was just throwing gas. He, he was on it. So I, I just think that, um, oh, well, look, I'm not saying, MZ, that, that we shouldn't demand better out of Montero or Maldi. Um, I'm not saying that maybe having another bat in there wouldn't have done some help. But at the same time, when a pitcher on the other side dominates your team like this, you can't just run and go blame Dusty for this. I just I just don't understand that. Um, I don't understand that philosophy. I don't understand what everybody's – they just really – they've got to just jump on Dusty Baker. Um, and, no, I'm not – I'm not trying to be nice. Um, MZ saying, Brett, you're just you're just trying to be nice. Um, this is why he always has bad departures with teams. Um, look, I'm not going to spend all show defending or taking up for because there is a quote later on that I want to talk about that Dusty made earlier um, when they were asking him about starting Maldi with Hunter Brown, that didn't really make sense. So I think sometimes he tries to overexplain things, but Hunter Brown did have his second straight loss. It was the second straight time that he did have, um, that he did have um, Maldonado behind the plate. And a lot of people are saying, well, that's why he lost because Maldonado was behind there. But look, you win as a team, you lose as a team. You lost this team. You lost this game because you got one run on four hits. You made two errors and, you only had two runners in scoring position. You left three on base. You lost this game because you just didn't do your end of the – you didn't hold up your end of the bargain. And sometimes that pitcher is dominant. We've seen the Astros pitchers do the same thing to other teams, but it was just one of those days at the ballpark. And so the next segment, we're going to really talk about does the lineup construction really truly have – would it have had an impact – on the game tonight. But before we do that, I want to talk to y'all about BetterHelp because BetterHelp is here to help you get through all the tough times in life. BetterHelp is a is, is a site that I think you all will benefit from checking out. It's an app that's easy to use. And I want to tell you that if you are the person that people go to, right? And you are the person that people want to talk to about their problems. It's easy to get caught up in that. It's easy to get caught up on what everybody needs and never really take a moment for yourself and when you need time for yourself. And when we spend all of our time giving, it can leave you feeling stretched and thin and burned out. And at Locked on Astros, we really don't want that to happen to you. Therapy can give you the tools you can find more balance in your life so you can keep supporting others without leaving yourself behind. I've personally used, um, you know, BetterHelp. I benefited from the therapy. It was free. And I want you to feel like it's something you can look forward to using. And if you're thinking about starting therapy, please give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime at no additional charge. Find more balance with BetterHelp. Use BetterHelp.com slash LockedOn slash LockedOnMLB to get 10% off your first month. Go to BetterHelp, that's H-E-L-P dot com slash LockedOnMLB. With that promo code, you'll get 10% off. And just know that tomorrow night 
um, or if you're listening on Wednesday, the Astros play the Blue Jays at 6.07 p.m. Central Standard Time. If you are not able to watch the game, catch every pitch of the Astros hometown broadcast. Sparky and Ford got you covered with Sirius XM on the SXM app. Search Astros. All right. So so let's get into this. Um, the lineup construction. What would this lineup, what would a different lineup have yielded against Kevin Gossman? Okay. Um, would putting Diaz and Yanner Diaz in for Maldonado have made the difference? Kevin Gosman was simply dealing. I like what Ricardo says. Anyone that knows baseball know that great pitching always beats great hitters. And that's what happened tonight. Gosman was dealing. Um, and so MZ says that Maldi has no effect on the pitching staff. Well, here's the thing. Um, I'll tell you right now, Maldonado is the leader in this clubhouse. Um, I did an interview and posted an interview. Um, I'll, I'll be posting an interview this weekend with Ari Alexander from KPRC Channel 2 in Houston. It was a great interview. Sat down with him. We talked about the Astros. We talked about Maldonado. Um, and just to give you a little bit of a preview, he said, and and this is a this is a reporter that's like in the clubhouse that that knows and understands the pulse of the team. This isn't a fan take. This isn't an opinion. This is like this is facts. Like like facts and opinions are two different things. And while I may have opinions about who I think should be in the lineup or who you might should be in the lineup, the fact of the matter is. Whether the fans value Maldonado or not, he is the leader in the clubhouse. He said Carlos Correa was that guy, but since he left, Maldonado has taken that role over, and he is top dog in the clubhouse. And maybe to a fault, Dusty Baker is running him out there too much to where at the end of the season, you could be seeing Maldonado deal with an injury or something because of overuse, and that is of a serious concern. But I want to talk about this because here's what Dusty Baker said about Maldonado catching Hunter Brown. And this is from Brian McTaggart on Twitter. And I'm going to let's go ahead and share this because I don't normally get to drive the ship. Here we go. Thoughts by Dusty. All right. So this is what Dusty said. So just so just here um, right before we read this, MZ says we're going down the wrong path and not adjusting. And I'll address that here, here in a second. Okay. Um, that is actually a valid point to make. And I'll kind of expound on that. Um, he said, Maldi works well with everybody. And I'll tell you the things I agree with and disagree with this on, on this quote, the last few games, Maldi's caught Hunter because I just didn't want him not to catch Hunter. And then all of a sudden he has to catch Hunter maybe later in the year, or something, and he doesn't know him. Maldi takes control of the game. It's tough when you've got rookies on the mound. It's tough when you have a rookie catcher and a rookie on the mound. Like I said, Yiner is still trying to learn his craft, and he's on the job training. I love hitting, but there's more to catching than hitting, more than any other position on the field other than the pitcher, and the pitcher doesn't hit. That's part of our defense. They don't score. We're not losing but we got a better chance to win. Now, 
let me tell you that when you watch the interview that I have, I'll put it in two parts with Ari Alexander, what he said about Maldonado and the sentiment of Maldonado in the clubhouse backs up what Dusty Baker says here. And I didn't understand this quote until I did this interview with Ari and I went back and looked at this quote because he says the key word is defense. I love hitting, but there's more to catching than hitting more than any other position on the field other than the pitcher and the pitcher doesn't hit. That's part of our defense. Now what Ari told me and guys, yeah, I mean, some people are saying it's a word salad, but the last part of this quote makes sense to me from what Ari told me, the temperature is in the clubhouse. And look, you can you can argue with, with I mean, you can argue this all you want. I'm just telling you what the clubhouse sentiment is. And until there is a shift philosophically or in the minds of the Houston Astros, Martin Maldonado is the leader of this team. Martin Maldonado is going to get a majority of the starts. Now, I am of the opinion that if Yiner Diaz is hot, is getting in stride, is heating up, give the kid four or five games in a row. Let him feel and take ownership of that role, okay? If you feel like he's a he's being a detriment to a starting pitcher, you can switch Maldi out with him mid-game. But like you had said, like you had said, you – you asked about adjustments earlier. You said we're going down the wrong path and not adjusting. There is for me a misunderstanding of why they don't put Diaz in late in games in the last two or three innings when you have the relief pitchers in there. Um, when you don't give him those late at bats. Now tonight, I don't know if it, if it would have made any difference, but there are some games and there have been situations where you scratch your head and wonder why he doesn't put these guys in. But sometimes this is what I think Dusty does. And I'm going to act as if I were his PR manager. I think Dusty sometimes tries to over-explain what he means. And in over-explaining, I think it sounds like he, like he's making excuses. And I don't think he's trying to do that. So MZ said, no, Brett, you got it backwards. Maldi needs to be the late game replacement, not Diaz. What I'm saying is, if you're not going to start Diaz, at least get him late in the game. I agree Diaz needs to be starting, but that's not the point. We know that he is, quote unquote, a better metric defender. We know that he is better at offense, but the problem is, is and the issue is not what you think, not what I think, not what the writers of the articles say, or the beat writers, or the athletic writers. What is the clubhouse sentiment? If the clubhouse wants Maldonado behind the dish, he's going to be behind the dish. It's just all there is to it. And I don't like everybody puts it on Dusty, but this is this is what's interesting to me about Dusty Baker. He gets zero credit for the World Series. Like, I, I hardly hear anybody giving him credit for the World Series. Who managed that bullpen masterfully? It was Dusty Baker. So if you're going to give Dusty Baker all the credit for losing and all the credit for when they don't win, but he gets no credit when they win, that on its face makes no sense whatsoever. 
I don't agree with every move he makes. And I'm not a mouthpiece for the team. I'm not paid by the Astros, okay? But <clears throat> no, not necessarily. Not necessarily. But look, we can we can deal with that another day. Um, it looks like we're going to probably agree to disagree. But get this, I have a really cool announcement to make. I'm making an announcement about a player that's playing tomorrow and someone who's sitting. But before we do that, I want to talk to y'all about bird dogs. Let me tell you something. Bird dogs are the best shorts that are out there on the market. I have never put on a pair of shorts like my bird dogs. And I'm telling you, they're amazingly comfortable. I love wearing them. Most of them, you can order them with a liner without. And look, I prefer the liner. Go get them. They, they have stretched khaki shorts designed to fit slimmer through the thigh and leg, giving you a truly sculpted look. Like People are like, dude, you've been hitting the legs on leg day? Heck yeah. No, it's just my bird dogs. The bird dogs have fixed the issue by inventing cloud knit fabric that looks like khaki but stretches so you get away with a slimmer look. And it also has anti-stink, anti sweat-wicking fabric. That keeps you cool and dry all day long. I would show you that I'm wearing my bird dogs, but I'm not really in a position to do that right now. But I promise you, if you see me with, um, if you see me at baseball games, you see pictures of me, you'll be, you'll notice I'm wearing my bird dogs. So go to birddogs.com slash locked on MLB and enter the promo code locked on MLB and you'll get your free Yeti style tumbler with your order. That's birddogs.com, locked on MLB for your free Yeti style tumbler. You won't want to take your bird dogs off. We promise you. Do you and your buddies need a place to hang out and watch the Astros continue to dominate their competition? What about making the local Hooters your choice for wings, brew, and fun? Webster, Seabrook, Pasadena, Pearland, three in the city of Houston, Baytown, Galveston, Stafford, Humble, Katy, and Sugarland. We got you covered no matter where you are in Houston. Come hang out with the world famous Hooters girls. Whether you're dining in, ordering online, or carry out, or placing a delivery order, the best food is in Houston at Hooters. Hooters Sugarland is hosting a Give a Hoot charity golf tournament benefiting the V Foundation to help aid in the fight against breast cancer. The tournament is June 15th. You can sign up to play at Hooters Sugarland. Also, join Hooters Pearland with a three-on-three basketball tournament on June 24th. Join your buddies and head to Hooters Pearland to sign up. Who's ready for a good time? Hooters has happy hour Monday through Friday, 2 to 7 and 10 p.m. to close. On Mondays, they have BOGO wings, Tuesday, $9.99 burgers and fries, Wednesday, BOGO boneless wings, Thursday, $19.99 wings and big daddy bundle, Friday, $19.83 crab legs, Saturday and Sunday, kids eat free. Go check out your local area Hooters and hang out where the guys at Locked on Astros hang out. And make sure that you tell them that we sent you. And... Don't forget that the Astros play the Blue Jays on Wednesday night, 6.07 p.m. Central Standard Time. Catch all of the home team action, every pitch with Sparky and Ford with Sirius XM on the SXM app. Search Astros. So someone's saying here, oh, this is a bad loss. Eh, it, it's a loss, bad timing, but a loss onto the neck. Okay, there you go. Yes. So. Here's the deal. The Houston Astros have someone coming up, someone who's been called up. We talked about it on the other day, Gray Kessinger. Welcome to the show, kid. Welcome to the show. 
Gray Kessinger is getting the start tomorrow at third base. They are sitting Alex Bregman, giving him a rest day. And he's getting his major league debut in Toronto against the Toronto Blue Jays. And I really hope that Gray Kessinger has a very good game tomorrow, a very good major league debut. This is a kid that I interviewed about two and a half weeks ago. And I was super, super excited um, when I got the opportunity um, to um, when I got the opportunity to interview him. If you haven't seen the interview, go check it out. It's about about 10 minutes of me talking to him about five minutes before I kind of talk about his stats and how well he's been hitting. So congratulations, kid. Welcome to the big leagues. And it's kind of cool. It's a second minor leaguer, or I should probably professional baseball player that I've interviewed in a row that two weeks after I interviewed them, they've been called up. So who will be next? I've got a couple minor league, uh, got a couple professionals that are um, on the docket that I'm talking to about getting on. And there's an Astro right now that I'm talking to about scheduling um, some time to get an interview and catch up with them. So I'm pretty excited about that. The Astros will square off tomorrow against Chris Bassett, who's six and four. Ronel Blanco is one and zero in his first major league start with a four point one five ERA. Um, Bassett is he, you know, he's got sixty five strikeouts. The Astros have a lot of experience to get him. Well, not a, yeah, they actually do. A Bray three thirteen lifetime, Jordan Alvarez three thirty three lifetime. See, Bregman is hitting three hundred against him. It's it's curious that he would get a rest day against a guy he has so much experience against, but we will trust that this is the right move for the Houston Astros and Greg Kessinger will do great in his, um, in his major league debut. So that's pretty exciting. They announced that right before we came on the show. Dusty Baker after the game said that um, Dubon has been great and they all know they, they won't know. They'll know more about Altuve tomorrow in the coming days but they cannot say enough about what he has done. Um, so Guy Webster says four and a half games is not good. This is a good segue into our last few minutes of the show, the AL West race, especially in our division. But let's be honest here, folks. We are talking about the Houston Astros here. Look, I agree. Okay. I agree that four and a half games is not great at this point, but the great Texas Rangers announced today that Jacob deGrom has gone down. Um, and will be um, undergoing Tommy John surgery and will be out all of this year and most of 2024. So the Mets knew something about him and Kumar Rocker, and that's why they didn't sign either one of those guys. Um, So they're without that guy. Now, the Rangers have had success without DeGrom. So does that move the needle for them? Not so much. I think for the Rangers, that's more detrimental for them come playoff time. Before the year started, I said it's a two-horse race, and I think a lot of you said it too. The two-horse race was Houston, and say it with me, Seattle. Everybody had Houston and Seattle. Seattle's that dog. Seattle's that team. They're gonna, they've, they've, you know, they've re-upped. They've, you know, they've added pieces. Blah blah blah. Well, Seattle is sitting in fourth place at twenty-nine and thirty, one game under five hundred. Um, everybody said Seattle at the beginning of the season. I wasn't the only one. Everybody was saying that. And I was like, yeah, the Rangers are, I think a year away, like not this year, but maybe next year. But this year they picked up Bochi in the off season. They spent $700 million. Um, 
and they're 39 and 20. They're four and a half games now um, in front of the Houston Astros. So look, they have the second highest scoring offense in all of baseball. They have won four in a row. They don't seem to lose as of late. And they have guys, they have pitchers that have the ability to do what they're doing. They're starting rotation. I mean, every one of their pitchers were, were basically first-round pitchers that have run into bad luck or injuries, and they're not doing that, and they're not injured. They're pitching out of their minds. Heaney, um, Gray, Evaldi, I mean, all their pitchers, Martin Perez, all their pitchers are doing well. And, and, and so they're being managed well, but they do have – they do have some bullpen issues. Their, their bullpens have been inconsistent. The reason why they have been winning is they've been scoring so many runs. Their offense is hitting. I, I just see it's it's the Astros and the Rangers, or you can say the Rangers and the Astros. You can say I'm not giving the Rangers enough credit. The bottom line is this, and I'll, I'll, I'll wrap it up on this point. I still think if you look at the what the Astros don't have right now, I mean, Altuve's out again. Brantley's been out all season. McCullers is out. Luis or Garcia's gone. We might get Urquidy back at the All-Star break. Um, we're starting two rookie pitchers. We have a rookie on the 26-man who wasn't projected, who's playing out of his mind. We have a resurgent Jake Myers who's battling for center field every day. We've got Mauricio Dubon, who's not supposed to be an everyday second baseman, been an everyday second baseman. And, you know, we have this horrible manager, Dusty, and we win and we win – despite Dusty or in spite of him or whatever people want to say, look, I joke about that. But look, at the end of the day, the Houston Astros are the one team to take on all of these things and be able to fight through it. This is a marathon, not a sprint. Don't forget that. Well, hey, um, that's all I got tonight. Thank you all for tuning in for this solo edition of Locked on Astros. Um, I am H. John Wheelhouse. This is the Locked on Astros podcast. Remember, we are your team every single day. Whether you're on Apple, Google, or Spotify, or you subscribe to our YouTube channel, check us out. Make sure you make us your first listen every day. Become an everydayer. And be looking out. We'll have another giveaway coming up soon. The Astros may be four and a half out, but we're still here. You can count on us. We are your team every day. 